Hey guys, I thought it might be helpful now to talk a little bit about a difficult person in my life. Now, stop right there and don't think, oh, aren't you a difficult person? Yes, if you know me, you know I am. But we're not going to talk about me right now. I'm talking about somebody in business that I dealt with that was difficult and kind of the most difficult one of them and, and kind of how I navigated through that. I thought maybe the narrative might be helpful here. Um, this is a company uh, I <coughs> had uh, a ways back. And um, <coughs> let's, let's call this guy uh, Jim. And uh, uh, he was really, really good at marketing. And I love marketing people because they're so creative and they come up with these ideas that are insane. And I just loved the way his brain worked. But he wasn't very structured and wasn't really interested in like timeliness. Now, let me add to the mix there. It wasn't just Jim, but I, at the time that I had this business, I was so in love with grace and so enamored of grace and attunement and attachment and stuff, I kind of forgot the truth and responsibility part over here. So I didn't want to be the, you know, you know, the tough, legalistic, you know, anal retentive boss. I wanted to be the grace boss. I got out of balance, and so I would just, I told the, I told the, the folks in the company, um, look, don't worry about, you know, punching in and this sort of thing. I know you got, get your job done. I just trust you. You're going to get your job done. I just want to watch, watch you guys, you know, flourish. I didn't put any structure down there, and this guy, Jim, his internal world sort of went, whoa, cat's away. The mice will play. And, I mean, two or three uh, days late on reports and on getting things in and projects, and he became kind of the he became kind of the, the traffic jam that kept the flow from going. We weren't getting anything done, and so um, I figured I had to repent of my sins here. So I called a meeting. And I said, "By the way, okay, I was wrong about this, and we are going to have responsibilities and timeliness and you know accountability and all that." And so you know, all the rest of the staff went, "Okay, party's over." And that was that was fun, but we got to get back to work. And he's still going to have grace, but we got structure, responsibility, accountability except for Jim. He didn't like it. So he kept screwing off. And so he had a couple of guys that were sort of his buddies, his henchmen, but they weren't like him. They weren't as defined as him. <clears throat> but I just noticed everybody else kind of got back to work. You know, they were timely and responsible and dependable and all that functional team stuff. But I had to bring Jim and a couple the other two guys in the office one day and said, this isn't working. Um, I really hope I've been clear about this, but you're, you're really late to everything, and you're, you're the holdup, and I know you're creative guys, but creative people can be structured, and so, you know, I'm really serious. I want you to do something about this, because otherwise we're going to have to go to other means and measures and make it a, an HR issue, which I don't want to do. And so the other guys were like, okay, okay, got it, you know, and they were fine. But not Jim. I just saw this look in his eyes like, it was like this defiant look. And so I waited a couple more weeks, and the other two guys were doing great. They were doing fine, timely and all that, responsible, and he was still being flaky. So I brought him in, and I said, this is really, really serious, and I want to have to do something about it, and so this is kind of your last shot. Now, do you have any questions? I'll never forget what he said to me because it kind of imprinted on my head. He said, can I ask you a question? I said, sure. He said, where's the grace in this? And he kind of looked at me. And I remember thinking, okay, this is probably one of those teachable moments that God has. How can I answer this? Because I don't believe in murder. That's illegal. That wouldn't be good. But I was really bugged. I thought, how can I say something kind of redemptive? So I said, okay, thanks for the question. The grace in this is that you're still working for us at this point. That's the grace. 
and he got this really mad look, and, and, I, and I said, anyway, that's the answer, so, you know, have a nice day. And he walked out, and um, within six weeks, like I like to say, he was making another organization successful, if you can read between those lines. So that's kind of the most difficult. That's what I did. And I think the, I don't know, the, the takeaways here are when you have a difficult person, just go through the eight steps of the, of the protocol that, you know, we talked about, like start off with I'm for you and then go to the specific problem. And remember that those eight steps are like an accordion. If you've got a not very difficult person, maybe you can do it in two steps. But if you've got a difficult person, you've got to go th probably through all eight. And there are some people, it's like C.S. Lewis used to say, so there are some people who say to God, thy will be done. There are some people to whom God says, thy will be done. Some people are unhelpable, and you can't keep them on there and in that position to, you know, toxify the rest of your team. But the good news is, probably 90% of your people, 80%, are helpable. And, you know, you've got your rock stars, and you've got your kind of B players, then you've got your people with struggles, then you've got your impossible people. And the people with struggles, so many of them can be helpful if they've got the right um, um, grace with them and the right structure with them, the right retraining, and they can be, they probably won't be an A player, but they'll be a B player. So that's my story, and I, as you know, I, I messed up all along the way, but it ended up, I think, the company was better off as a result. So anyway, have a, have a good uh, class.